0: The Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP IP IPVanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's ipvanish.com slash sGP and of course make sure to check out our brand new discord server it's the perfect place to interact and in sweat bets with the entire SGP and crew just go to sportsgamcastcom slash discord CFL Jim, Rod Gomez, the CFL Gambling Podcast here for your week 7 DFS needs because everybody should have 20, 30, 40 DFS lineups for every CFL slate. Jim's building like his 600th now, so just, just catch up to him.
1: I will never. Basically, when we finished our show uh, a couple nights ago, I uh, I just I got right into it. <laughs> I got into making lineups. I, I, it's only a problem when I lose. That's how I view it.
0: <laughs> it's always DFS season in CFL Jim's backyard. Uh so much. Uh, now look, okay. So we were talking about this just a second offline, but there is quite a few things happening that make this a very uh, tumultuous week. Now, uh, things that didn't have uh, things that weren't occurring the last time we recorded. So. Let's figure some stuff out, starting with this Saskatchewan Rough Riders uh, situation. Jim, break that down for us.
1: So it looks like one to like two or more players have tested positive for COVID-19 for the Rough Riders um, as of Tuesday. And so they haven't practiced for the last two days. And some people are speculating that some players might sit out. I don't know what the CFL's whole policy is on like. If there's zero symptoms or anything like that, I don't know how their what their policy is regarding that. That could change a lot. The line itself, I believe, has moved from minus five and a half to minus three. So that's leading me to believe that there will be some people sitting out. I think it matters for the total, maybe not for the spread as much. Like maybe my my wild crazy bet of Saskatchewan to score at least 40 points. That's I saw that one I had that at like plus six hundred. That's like plus. 800 now almost um so that's still up in the air I still think the Rough Riders come out and dominate
0: yeah I can't see a situation in which that doesn't happen I, I wrote about it too on my sportsbook review article breaking down the game in that <laughs> this this team when they get embarrassed the week before they come out swinging so I, I have no doubts that this is going to be a, you know, I, I don't think this is going to be a game in which the Riders are going to lose. Now, what does this do for their offensive totals? I guess we'll see. But the players that are playing, to be honest with you, should do enough. And if you got to keep an eye on this, too, because if, if more names yep. start to actually show up on the list, then, you know, that's that's where we're at. But they said you five what, players what? that's a positive. I haven't seen it yet. What, which you five? You know
1: what, though? This, what? Is, this is why you go to the Discord. For the live updates,
0: indeed. Look at you, company man. Oh. Yeah, take make I, sure I turn
1: into a company man. You
0: are turning <laughs> into a company man. Yeah, make sure to just hang tight with us on the Discord, and we'll get you through it. But this week, again, like I said, this this episode is all about DFS. Setting your DFS lineups as we do every week. We will give you quarterback. We'll give you a running back. We'll hit the break, come back, give you a couple of receivers, flex, and then of course the DST. Come back, we'll give you one or two or five of our favorite lineups that we're handing out, and the rest of them we'll pass out in the Discord. So, uh, Jim, let's start breaking down some players for everybody, and let's get everybody's DFS lineup set. I want to know where you are looking for your first quarterback suggestion.
1: There's three guys I was looking to potentially target that I've been kind of having in a bunch of my lineups. The one that I'm going to be using, and I'm going to be giving away to the people, the one that I'm doing for the show that I'm giving for the people. I like Zach Kolaros. He's 9,300 over on DraftKings. You're getting a good value. I don't really trust Edmonton's defense. Like, I'm a big Taylor Cornelius guy, but he's not playing on defense. And I think Winnipeg, offensively, has only been improving throughout the year. And I think Zach Kolaros, he just, he, he really hasn't had a bad game. He gives you an extremely solid floor with a really nice-looking ceiling. And... Maybe you want to dabble with like a Fajardo or a Roar because they're going to put up gaudy numbers that we assume, but Zach Kolaros is just that safety net, and I, I love him, and he, he lets you play around a lot, too, because he's way cheaper than both those guys.
0: Oh, and that's why I was on him last week as well, and, and he kind of rewarded you 23 points last week, 24 the week before. Uh, his lowest point total has been 12.52 in week one against Ottawa, but... You know, again, that was a game where that was right out of the jump. Uh, He had 12.7 against Toronto. But again, his floor, you're right, is absolutely nice and solid. Somewhere in that 16 to 23 range, I think, is where you can expect. And then, you know, this week, he's got a pretty decent matchup against Edmonton. And Edmonton has been known to give up several yards, several touchdowns. And, you know, Calgary smoked him. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be a good situation for Kolaros. If nothing else he'll probably get you to that 300-yard game uh that he did against Calgary last week and and again we all know that 300-yard games are bonus points
1: exactly i think he's going to get the yardage and the floor is why you get him like he's just consistent he's so consistent and literally like the last two games he's just been like the offense for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers has been pretty dang stellar yeah,
0: yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So, like, it just you got it. You gotta put him in there, especially for his price, and and hope he's for the like best. Two
1: thousand cheaper than the next two up. It's 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 nuts.
0: Well, I, and I'm not going to give you either one of them. But Rourke, look, Rourke has come back down to earth, in my opinion. Like, I you got those gaudy numbers out of him the 43, the 37, 37, but 23, 24, 25. That's where I think he's going to live. Uh, especially against this Hamilton defense. This Hamilton defense is not a pushover defense. It really isn't. Like, I I can see them giving him fits and and maybe turning the ball over a couple times. BC's going to win this game, but I don't think Hamilton's going to make it easy on Rourke. And and I don't, for $12,000, I'm not going to take 20 points when I could take the same out of uh, Calaros for cheaper.
1: Exactly. That's why that you got to roll Kalorus
0: there. Exactly. Um, I'm going a completely different direction, and I'm going to. Uh, and you don't really hear this very often, especially in the the DFS circles. I'm going to punt at quarterback. I'm going to take Nick Arbuckle. It's not necessarily a giant punt. Ooh. Arbuckle will be making his first start for Ottawa since signing a couple of weeks ago, uh, and since signing two seasons ago. Uh, but he'll he'll be making his first start. Uh, after coming over from Edmonton, uh, and making his, no, he's $7,400. Okay. He is the cheapest starting quarterback out there on the list. Uh, and um, so, um,
1: um, uh, one, uh, do you think Taylor Cornelius starts? If that's the, <laughs> Oh, yeah,
0: I was t- what's Cornelius at? He's at, uh, he's at 65. Oh, wow. I, see, that's why I didn't, even, sc- <laughs> didn't yeah. even scroll down that far. He's all the way down to 65. But I'm not sure that even Cornelius is going to start, to be honest with that's,
1: you. That's the worry.
0: That's yeah. That's the worry. Yeah. Again, they've they've, uh, they've made some moves. They brought Ben Holmes in. I don't think Ben Holmes is going to start. But, I mean, Ben Holmes is now waiting in the wings, and we know Ben Holmes that just wrapped up uh, his seasons as well. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, this is a fluid situation in Edmonton. I'm staying away. So you're right. Cornelius is the cheapest, but this is the, the second cheapest guy. I give you our buckle because here's the thing. Ottawa's quarterback play last week was not necessarily even all that bad. Caleb Evans actually gave you 28.3 fantasy points on the day, and he did it because he threw for a touchdown, uh, but he also did it because he ran for 62 yards and two touchdowns. There's no short yardage quarterback. In fact, If anything, Arbuckle was that short yardage quarterback for Calgary when he was the backup. So in packages like that, I don't know that they're going to bring Caleb Evans in. They can keep uh, Arbuckle in to run on the goal line just like they did with Caleb Evans. uh, And I think they'd be more apt to do that and give Arbuckle that shot. So um, I like him for the short yardage touchdowns. I like him to throw at least a couple more touchdowns than Evans did too and really give you a gigantic and nice return on your $7,000 investment.
1: I also like that they're playing a Montreal team who were both kind of like we're both pretty low on Montreal and offensively, defensively, like, like fantasy wise, there's still going to be some guys for the Alouettes that I think could do numbers. But it's it's a great if you're going to punt at quarterback, Arbuckle's is a very safe play. Like, again, I think for the price, he's giving you a pretty nice floor that you're going to have.
0: And the reason he's so incredibly low is that he just had no success in Edmonton in the games that he played in. His best game that he played was uh, a 16.7-day effort against Edmonton. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Oh, no, that was a red-black. So, <clears throat> yeah, anyways, because he was on Edmonton. Um, but, yeah, if, Arbuckle, he gets you,
1: if he gets you 16 or even 12 for the price you're getting for him, that's a win, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm like I said, I'm looking forward to trying to see how that works out for me. I don't know what's going on, but we'll take it. And hopefully, he had a good uh, a good week of practice. So, uh, all right, who is your first running back suggestion?
1: I'm gonna chalk here. I'm going James Butler. I think he's due for a bounce-back spot against Hamilton. So he's kind of been – he's had his on weeks and his off weeks. It's it's actually – this BC team is very hard to predict, at least for, like, wide receivers in my opinion. But I think James Butler is going to get in the mix this game. And I think he's going to be a big part of this team. Like, knowing Hamilton, I expect BC to be in the lead in the fourth quarter. They're going to be running the hell out of the ball. And who's going to run it better than James Butler? This my, my flat. that's flat out what I think
0: well and and look Butler is he's been the class of the league all season long and to me the only reason that I, I shied away from him is just a little bit of inconsistency and I and I, I'm not saying don't load him up for sure because that was one of my first go-to's um, but a that little bit worry. of inconsistency exactly he gave you 47 points in week one three or nine points in week three 29 in week four Eight in week five so it's just a little bit of up and down but you're right in that i think they're going to be up and i think they're going to try to run butler more in the second half
1: i'm hoping for around 22 to 25 i need at least that for the price you're getting for him yeah
0: and we all know too that hamilton is not the greatest of second half teams anyways so bc can put the throttle on and and really just keep it down keep the hammer down in the hammer well, actually, they're in BC, but on the team from the hammer, uh, and and really just give that ball to Butler over and over and over again. So, I mean, maybe maybe he'll get enough touches to to really blow this thing open. And and again, I'm not opposed to the play. I just in my lineups, I was like, Ugh.
1: it's it's I I don't have him in a couple lineups. It's sometimes it's like especially if I I. I do have one where I think I stacked him and Rourke and a receiver, but you gotta you gotta make room for him. I just think this is a big bounce back spot for him. I'm I'm taking the gamble.
0: Yeah, again, I can't fault you that that is a, a very decent play. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Morrow, Jamal Morrow, for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders because again, I'm telling you, we don't we're not necessarily sure what's going to happen, but we do know that when Jamal Morrow plays, he gets you at least twenty points. One week he did not. That was the week they lost to Montreal. But what did he do? The very next week that he came back, he went off. He had 103 yards on 16 carries, a touchdown. He caught the ball twice for 14 yards. Ended up with 32 points because of his 106 return yards that day as well. Last week against the Argos, he carried the ball 11 times for 77 yards. Caught the ball four times for 29 yards and a touchdown. Good for a 20-point day. So he's had two two games of 30 points or more, and then two, points of, or two games of 20 points or more. This is what the model of consistency is, and this is why I picked Morrow over Butler because we've seen it constantly week after week with him. There was only one bad week for him so far this week, and again, if we're going to ride this narrative that the riders are going to come back on Toronto like they came back on Montreal, I have a feeling that it's going to be a big day for Morrow.
1: I like that play. I I will definitely – you're taking the gamble with the Rough Riders just to like the fact that their situation still super up in the air, but I like it. I like the play because, again, he gives you such a good floor consistently week in and week out that it lets you take shots with other positions. It lets you take shots at your receiver. Like, yeah, he's a little pricey, but what you're getting for him, he's consistent, and he's consistently super high.
0: Well, and look underneath them, like, again, you've got William Powell, who really at $8,200 is not somebody I want to pick. I love William Powell, absolutely love William Powell, but you've seen Ottawa's offense so heavily reliant on passing because they're in games where they're close and, and the running game has not helped them out at all. Maybe it's the offensive line. I don't think it's completely on Powell, but 13 carries 28 yards, 11 carries 58 yards, 11 carries 55 yards, and he hasn't done much in the recept- in the receiving area either. Two catches, seven yards, one catch, eight yards, one catch, seven yards. It hasn't been very good fantasy-wise for William Powell since he's returned, and I don't see that happening again this week, unfortunately, even against Montreal, who we know both know are a mess. Still, I, I just don't know that it's going to get jump-started this week.
1: The only way I would like punt and take one of the lower, like just like you said, he's a little expensive for running back in my opinion for what you're getting. The only way you could kind of punt at running back is if you flip a coin and gamble and get one of these guys who's in for like short yardage for the touchdowns, and that's that's super risky. Yeah,
0: that's like that's like the the philosophy a couple of years back that was circulating about getting some of these uh, quarterbacks, the short yardage quarterbacks, like an Arbuckle actually. Uh, Who would just come in on goal line situations uh, or, you know, knowing that you had to pay up for Mike Riley because he only ever stayed in on goal line situations. But yeah, that's that's kind of the gamble that you take with some of these guys.
1: And yeah, I I like the play. I'm definitely going to have him in a bunch of lineups. It's it's just the running backs are so difficult just because there's that there's that echelon of about like three or four guys and then there's a drop off.
0: Yeah. And, and it's it, hard to justify. It feels like this it feels like this drop off is is much bigger than in previous seasons too where it, it used to be that there was maybe 3 cuz I don't I can't even really count Andrew Harris in amongst the elites anymore because he's not getting the kind of run. You talk about inconsistency with Butler. Harris yeah. has 14 5 16 9. It, it's not even been pretty for Andrew Harris as a member of the Tor- Toronto Argonauts. It's
1: there's really just that like that upper plane of running backs and then everyone else.
0: Yep, there really is. But uh, all right, well we'll break down more players for you starting with the receiver position in second down. But before we do, let's tell you about when make sure to get down on the wins $50 Do you bet that to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets if you're betting baseball you gotta check out Winbet their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to play and to bet in the MLB if you're looking for the ultimate fantasy football experiments look no further you bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st you're gonna get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club this includes a two Two nights stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are definitely allowed, so get on to this as many times as you want. So much to choose from, and all you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play-through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call one 800 522 4700 zero zero. let's move on to sleeper it's the fastest growing fantasy platform today it's got millions of players including me including jim including pretty much everybody over at the sgp and we all play it again we use it for all of our hundreds and probably thousands of fantasy leagues i know i've got them on there you probably use it for yours already too and you know that it's a game-changing product and it's unlike anything else in the industry but did you know Now, you can make money on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. It is super simple. First in any sport, choose two or more players that you like. Pick the over and the under. For example, number of points in basketball, hits in baseball. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, and I know you, you're a smart person. You can do it. You can win anywhere from two to over 20 times the money that you put in. And the main reason that I am super excited about the Over Under on Sleeper, it's the only app where I could join my buddies' contest and we can all play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and, more importantly, copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing right now. Go ahead. Download the Sleeper app. Play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends. Make some money over there on your mobile phone by joining our listener group over at Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper's going to automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad. Get the 100% deposit match over at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Let's continue filling out our DFS lineups, and we do this by moving over to the wide receiver position. This is a wide-open pinata to bust open.
1: (laughs) There are so many receivers.
0: Uh, And it just feels like there's more week after week after week. I I don't know if you're going to talk about one, but I'll I'll talk about one if you don't talk about it. But go ahead and and hit yours.
1: Okay, I'm starting off. I'm making room for some other guys. So I'm taking Arkano. For the Elks, I. What do I do? Like people will be targeting Kenny Lawler, and yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's the number one guy. What's Winnipeg gonna do with their awesome defense? Is shut down Kenny? Who knows Kenny Lawler better than Winnipeg? <laughs> Nobody actually. They can game plan exactly. for days. I think they're gonna shut him down. I think that's gonna open up Arcano to to really get some work done here.
0: I like Manny Arsenault. I really do. like the, the Manny I, I don't
1: like Show. Call him because it sounds like a Pokemon.
0: It does sound like a Pokemon. Like, gotta catch a ball. Gotta catch all the Archimos. Uh No, listen. The Manny Show is a highly underused receiver in that offense. He was so dominant with the Lions and just had so many outstanding seasons. And once he fell out of favor, it just, it just was sad. So, I want to see him do better. And I think taking a chance on him this week. Uh, is not a bad idea just because of the fact that he is capable of so many good things if given the opportunity to do so and he hasn't been looked at a lot almost at all with the Edmonton but that's because the Elks aren't doing well themselves you look back at what he's done a catch for 12 yards he had a good game against Calgary four for 61 Three for thirty-one against Hamilton. Actually played well against Calgary. Seven for hundred yards is only hundred yard game of the season. Three for eighty-five, but he's kind of fallen off the face of the earth, as have the Elks. I, I think the key to this is to get Arsenal going.
1: I think so too. And I like his value. He opens up a lot. He's only forty two hundred dollars. So it's it's a steal. I have so the way I did it is I did two pretty cheap guys and then two just banger expensiver guys. Because obviously, like I have Kolaris and I have Butler that eats up a lot of cap.
0: Yeah, and you've got—I mean, you have to be digging in in the lower like four thousand dollars for good value. Because especially if you're going to pay for a a Morrow for a uh, Butler, yeah, you you kind of have to to get up there and and do that. And it's 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 hard. <laughs> you don't know. It's a crapshoot. And we've seen week in and week out, one of
1: these cheaper guys, like one or two of these cheaper guys, every week just blows up.
0: How about this guy? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give him as a pick because I obviously I don't know that this is going to be a sustainable rate. But Carlton Agadosi,
1: I he was my, I I have him.
0: Oh, have okay, him. we'll st- we won't. Okay, I won't talk about him yet. All right, that's fine. Oh no, no, no.
1: You could talk about him because I was going I was, I wasn't gonna mention him. I was gonna mention the other Winnipeg receiver I have, but I do have him.
0: Oh, oh, you've got him in some of your... Okay, so Carlton Nagadosi his first game of his career as oh a... CMO, oh, my God. The dude catches two touchdown uh, passes, six catches, 70 yards, good for 25 points on the day. Just a ridiculous story. I mean, he was on the practice squad in 2021 and just, like, blew up. He's, he was a feel-good guy. He caught that first touchdown, and you were like, "Wow, okay, this guy's on the scene." Then he catches the second touchdown, and you are like, "Okay, well, it looks like Zach Kalaros is a kingmaker and can pretty much turn any receiver into a star." Again, I don't think it's sustainable, but for forty six hundred dollars, he's probably fun to throw out in one or two of your lineups.
1: And for like forty six, he could still I even on like a not at obviously I don't think he'll repeat that. He's two touchdowns and set like no, but I still think he's good for like. 15, 16 points. And for a cheap guy like that, I think it opens you up. And there's always that possibility The Winnipeg and BC, the receivers are there's So there's any receiver on that team can go off any week just because like Zach Kolaros and Nathan work love to sling it to everybody. It feels like.
0: Yeah. And they do. They love to use all their receivers, which is why my first receiver that I'm actually going to give to you is Greg Ellingson. Keep an eye on him. He didn't Whoa. practice. Uh, he didn't practice on Tuesday. He, he had a hip, but I think that's more of a veteran day off than it is anything to be concerned of. Keep an eye on the Discord channel as we walk you through Ellingson's injury. But look, Greg Ellingson, he's a stud. He was a stud with Ottawa, he was a thousand yard receiver there. Looks like he's probably going to do the exact same thing over here in Winnipeg. And boy, let me tell you, Kalaros is starting to love him some Greg Ellingson if he hadn't already.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The target's share is insane, and he's just so consistent. And the one thing that a Zach guy like Zach Colorado loves is consistency. He's going to – he catches the ball just super – like every time.
0: And he's caught – look, he's done this his entire career. This is no surprise from the Thai Cats to the Red Blacks to the uh, Elks when he was with them for a hot minute, now with the Bombers. It, I'm telling you right now, Greg Ellingson – Now that he's got this rapport with Zach Kalaros is almost going to be unstoppable. Last week, 11 catches, 152 yards. Insane. Just absolutely insane. And and he didn't even catch a touchdown in that one. He did the week before in BC. 7 for 98 in a touchdown. Uh, 3 for 73 against Hamilton. 4 for 71 in a touchdown against his old team in Ottawa. 6 for 74 in a touchdown against Ottawa in the first week. I mean, look. I almost don't have to sell you on Greg Ellingson, especially at ninety one hundred dollars, Jim. What is going on? That is almost uh, a level of disrespect I can't even imagine.
1: It feels low, right?
0: It feels way but low. Look at who's on. Look at who's above him, right? There are guys like Jalen Acklin in Ottawa. I know that he's capable of good games, but the guy's really only given you one game that's, or maybe two, that have been comparable to Greg Ellingson's. Uh, you look at guys like Eugene Lewis, who's been stable, but again, nothing like what uh, Ellingson's been giving you. So,
1: And even Kenny Lawler, at his price, seems like, yeah, he had a really, like, the, last week against Montreal seemed like his easily his best game. He just hasn't been producing like you would want out of Edmonton. I think Ellingson is far more consistent and better than what Lawler's
0: shown. Mm-hmm. And Braylon Addison, too, comes in about $400 more than him. So, look, at, at his price, he is an absolute value. So, snatch up Greg Ellingson uh, and, and, and put him in there and lock him in for a pretty decent day uh, against the Edmonton Elks, his old team, as it were.
1: God, I love that play so much. I love it.
0: I <laughs> so love it. Beautiful. Uh, all right. Why don't we hit him with a flex play, Jim?
1: Okay. So you took one of my flexes. He was Sorry. But I got one. I got one on standby because I think this BC Hamilton team could get pointsy. I don't trust BC's defense. I like teams up against a team where I like the over. I took him last week on your recommendation. I'm taking him this week. Stephen Dunbar Jr. Baby. Let's get some points in this game. I also think Dane Evans, uh, if he plays at anything like he did last week, this is going to be a way improved team for Hamilton. And I think that Dunbar could be the benefactor of a lot of that.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, it just wasn't a good, I mean, look, the the defense, Ottawa's defense had pretty much shut down Hamilton all of last week, so it wasn't necessarily a good game, but he's gotten you double-digit fantasy points every single week that he's played, 14 against Edmonton, 11 against Winnipeg, 18 against Calgary, 15 against Saskatchewan. Dunbar, when used properly, can get you fantasy points, and he that is why he is in one of my lineups already, so uh, already a good call from you. Look, I I do just think that Dunbar has emerged as a reliable target on that team. I know Braylon Addison is the sexy name ever since uh, the the departure of Brandon Banks, but Braylon Addison we just talked about, and necessarily the most consistent of of receivers for him. And then after that, I got to tell you, it is a sharp drop off uh, for the Hamilton receivers and you really start worrying about guys like Tim White, who Tim White, in and of his own right, is, is a big name uh, you should be looking out for, consistently giving you 19 points, 13, 13, 33. Um, but yeah, I, it's just, I think for the price, it's Steven Dunbar in this one. I'll probably work in a, uh, a Tim White lineup as well, because Tim White's $8,900, so that, that might be something I look at as well.
1: I might, I might have to squeeze Tim White in there, too. Yeah, a
0: little bit uh, covered up on that roster, too. Quietly doing great things. Speaking of quietly doing great things, my receiver, or my flex nod, rather, goes to Javon Katoy at $5,500 for the BC Lions. Again, at $5,500, all I'm looking for is at least two to three times uh, return because it's hard to ask for more out of these guys in the 5000 range when you're talking CFL. NFL, it can happen a lot because of the depth of everything, but with the CFL, the the deeper you dive, the more you're probably not going to get a whole lot of return. So if I can double, if not maybe slightly triple my my, uh, investment, I'll be happy. And he's done that a couple of times. uh, Against Winnipeg, the last game out, he got 11.4 points, five catches, 54 yards. His best game was against Toronto in week three, seven catches, 71 yards, and a touchdown. Nathan Rourke, again, sling the ball. He has put up a ton of yardage, a ton of points in this first. He's cooled down quite a bit, but he's still a quarterback that can get all of his receivers the ball, as we touched on earlier. So I like the, the situation for Katoy, and I think that uh, he's going to be in a position to at least double, if not triple, my investment on him at 5,500.
1: I think this yeah I still think the BC like they always have the potential to just have an explosive game and it's so hard not to just get a piece of that.
0: Yeah. If yeah and it's he's he's probably the cheapest piece that you can grab out of that entire thing. Um He for sure is. Yeah. And that there's cuz you're not you're looking at Keon Hatcher for 54 but look Keon Hatcher we we ha- we were on him after his 32 point game and he followed that up with a 2.3 uh absolute stinker. One catch for 13 yards. Rourke didn't even get a chance to look his way in that game.
1: That's this BC team, though. Like, any of these receivers, like, you just really have to, like, it's hard to know which one's going to pop off because Rourke just loves spreading the ball. He'll, like, find his guy for the week. He doesn't just have his guy for the season.
0: Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be something. So I think Katoy stands to to benefit, and I, I'm going to take him as a flex. Uh, all right, Jim, hit us with your DST for the week.
1: I consistently ended up with a enough money I like going the Red Blacks here against a Montreal team who we think is like flailing around honestly it either one of those teams I wouldn't mind picking like Montreal against an Ottawa team who I still think even with Arbuckle that like I might expect a couple interceptions here and there I the I like the Red Blacks defense against Montreal and maybe they don't Throughout the season, they've been really good at just consistently kicking field goals. You can always rely on them just to kick field goals every time, and with how many field goal attempts they get, I like the special teams.
0: I do too. So uh, let's see. They were 13 points last week against Hamilton. Five sacks, an interception, and uh, three forced fumbles. It was. I mean, look, they were turning. They were getting the ball back every stretch of the time. So I, I do like the. Red Blacks here, uh, again, I like them to win, so I, I think I like their defense's chance of slowing down Montreal. Even though Montreal has put up some points over the last few weeks, uh, it, it's just uh, the Red Blacks' defense really, I think, showed up quite a bit last week against Hamilton and have built up enough momentum to where they can uh, you know, prove that again this week. Speaking of Hamilton, I will take the Cats' defense this week against B.C., uh well look at like i said nathan rourke has cooled off a little bit and he's managed to look a little bit more human than than normal i think bc is still going to win i don't think this is going to be a gigantically high scoring game but i also think that the tie cats will do enough to shake up nathan rourke because we saw that happen to rourke a couple of games ago where he looked very shaky last week against ottawa the Ticats had two interceptions and three sacks. It was good for an eight-point day. Again, that's kind of mediocre, but it, it's one of the better scoring defenses of the week. And this is a $3,600 play. The only cheapest DST that's that's not the Ticats is the Elks, and I am not taking the Elks for all the money in the world.
1: Yeah, don't, don't, no. Nah, uh, no, Winnipeg is on a tear.
0: Yeah, so I can't see taking Toronto against Saskatchewan. I'm not taking Montreal against Ottawa. The only other one that I would probably take would be uh, the Riders against Toronto, but they're fifty two hundred dollars, and I I don't want to pay up for that.
1: Yeah, I don't want to pay up for that. It's it, I did a coin flip with one of my lineups where I had a bunch of expensive people between the TyCats and the Argos. It's if you are going to go with the Argos, you really are just banking on the fact that you are hoping like Saskatchewan they they're missing a bunch. I I like the I like the play a lot more. I think it's the. I think they're you're really playing for fumbles. I think I think they can. I think that defensive front can get some uh, get some havoc going.
0: Well, fumbles and sacks. I, I would say that I, I'd be going for sacks too because I know that this Lions or this uh, Ty Cats defense loves to get after the quarterback, and I think they can do that at least a couple of times. Protection has been there, but again, it's been shoddy for for BC over the last couple of weeks. So um, I, I'm banking on a couple of sacks and and a, maybe a forced fumble or two. So that's my tie cats play I think I like it I like it too I mean I like it too rod thank you but I do like your red blacks play because you know it's the red blacks
1: oh I just had like I had enough and I hate leaving a bunch of money on the board so I was like oh I'll put the red blacks in there because I I'm pretty low on this Montreal team yeah
0: I'll tell you why I did not get a chance to put them in in third down when we go over our lineups but first let's tell you about the sgpn discord we are now moved migrated uh not no longer on slack we are now on discord and we have got so much to offer you over there on the sgp and discord not only is there a spring football channel where you can talk cfl with us but there is fantasy football there is nascar there is fat guys sharing food. There is all kinds of stuff going on over there in the SGP and discord. Make sure you check it out. Get in on the conversations with us. We love talking to you. We love getting to know you, the listener and, and just including you in the SGP and fantasy, because that is what you are. It is the perfect place to interact with all of us and sweat bets with the entire SGP and crew. Just go to sports slash discord. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting one. 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communication, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's literally that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speeds, your computers, tablets, phones, the SGP, and God's eye view over there in the mothership, and even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you got to do, tap one button, you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's IPVANISH.com slash SGP. If you want to win some money, you got to put some lineups out there, and that is exactly what we will do. We're going to give you a couple of our favorite lineups of the week, and of course, you know what, Jim, I, I think we need to actually create our own CFL contest that we can share in the Discord. Should we do that? Ooh.
1: That sounds like fun.
0: Yeah, let's let's put a little $5 contest out there this week. We'll have everybody enter that's in the Spring Football channel on the Discord and we'll we'll try to take their money from them. That that's how we'll do this.
1: We'll take your money but give you ways to make it yourself. <laughs> We're exchanging money for knowledge.
0: <laughs> this is a free podcast until you play against us in our DFS contest. That's all there is to it. So uh, Jim, why don't you go ahead and give us one of your favorite lineups of the week?
1: Okay. So the one that I like quite a bit, I'm going with the quarterback we didn't talk about. I'm going with Dane Evans. Okay. So I got Dane Evans at quarterback. I got Powell at running back. I, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing him in there just going I need someone cheap. I got Tim White in there. I got Hatcher on there. I got Ellingson, Arsenal, and then I went with the Rough Riders defense.
0: Wow, that seems like a very high upside play right there. Because again, I love Powell, I do. And I think that there is a game in which he is going to absolutely just come back to the way he was before. Maybe with Arbuckle at quarterback, that's this game. So I don't hate the Powell play at all. I My heart says play Powell, so I do like that lineup.
1: I just, I wanted to figure out a way to get Dane Evans in at quarterback. I think I think he's a nice win under his belt. He's going to be improved. He's feeling a little bit more confidence, and I'm just going to be upfront. I think I have Ellingson in like every single lineup.
0: <laughs> he's a staple. Again, like I said, that question, that questionable tag by him. Don't be scared. We really think that that's just a a day of rest for Ellingson. He'll be back in full by the time they play their game uh, later this week, and that is actually going to be uh, when is that? That's the Friday night game. Friday night uh, at six o'clock. So he's still got a couple days to to practice and to get back to it. but he's Allingston. The guy's Bradley. multiple thousand yard games. Uh, he doesn't need all that much practice. I think he's fine. Yeah, I think he's fine. Um all right, I'll give you my favorite lineup and this one has Nick Arbuckle like I said punting there at quarterback. And I don't think it's a punt. I think it's a good play if he can give me at least 15 to 16 fantasy points which is kind of the norm with most of the quarterbacks that aren't like a a Nathan Rourke on his high game and Cody Fajardo throwing around darts. Kalaros is just underneath that 20-point-per-week that, uh, that thing. So, you know, if I can get 15, 16 points out of Arbuckle, I'll be happy. Uh, I've got Morrow at running back. I've got Ellingson at receiver, like I said. I'm going to double up on the Winnipeg receivers because I think this is a week where uh, Mr. Schoen comes back and, and shows his face. Dalton Schoen really just, you know, came on strong. Gave you a, a few multiple or a few double-digit fantasy point weeks. Uh, his first week was 11 points, second 13. Uh, week four against Toronto was 12. Then he had that gigantic game against BC where he had two touchdown catches, 117 yards on eight receptions. Good for 37, 34 yards. And then he just kind of came back down to earth and, and gave you 5.4 fantasy points last week. But... Uh, we know that Schoen is reliable. We know that he is capable of being the go-to guy for Kolaros And I think last week was just a, a rhythm type of a thing, uh, especially that they beat the, the Stamps 26-19. to 19. And they used other, other receivers that weren't Dalton Schoen. Uh, in fact, it was the, the young man that we talked about, um, Agaduso, was the recipient of all the love there. But again, Dalton Schoen is a guy that can come back, I think, and, and put up good points.
1: I think so too and you're still getting him at a cheap price. It's I have I I have a lineup where I double up and then I stack him with Colaros.
0: Yeah. So it's not a bad it's not a bad stack at all cuz Dalton shown again I just I don't think that he's going to be ignored this game. I think this is a, a game where he's going to be able to find himself cuz he he likes to find himself open for him in the middle of the field, which is important.
1: And he's a he's a fairly decent red zone target too for Colaros. Like he's he's getting a lot of love when they get near that end zone.
0: Yeah. So I like Dalton Shown for this week. Uh, I've got me some Stephen Dunbar Jr. again in the flex along with Javon Katoy, like we talked about, and the Ticats. Cats. That's the only, the reason I could not fit the Ottawa defense was because I went Shown at six thousand. Mm. That that was the reason why I couldn't because I I didn't want to take another step down for uh, another receiver i wanted to get a, a couple of good decently priced high high uh, upside receivers and both winnipeg receivers that i picked are exactly that
1: i they're extremely high upside i i think i think we're both on the fact that we're both on the page that winnipeg will dominate this game and they're going to that their offense is going to have a giant show for it
0: yep and again i just feel like this is a situation where um, me being able to take a step down for Arbuckle opened up a, a, just a gigantic possibility there in the middle that even if Arbuckle comes out and, and gives us a nine-point day, uh, I, I'm still thinking that maybe with Ellingson catching 100 yards, I can make up for that, and a couple of Ty Cats sacks can make up for that. There's, there's other ways where I feel like I can make up points if I don't hit on Arbuckle the way I should.
1: I love I also have one uh, obligatory Taylor Cornelius lineup. Please hit us with the corn. Complicated So I have Taylor Cornelius. I have Morrow. That was my first running as a running back. I have Ellingson. I have Dunbar Jr. I have Cam schaefer Baker, and I have Arsenal.
0: Ooh, ooh, I like that. Keon schaefer Baker is is somebody who I I want to load up every week because I want to be the guy. That plays him when he blows back up again.
1: <laughs> I think this might be the one.
0: Well, look, it's not a bad play either. Look at what he did against Toronto. He had sixteen point six points the week before in Ottawa, thirteen point seven Montreal, twenty two. He's giving you double digit fantasy points each and every week, and at eighty three hundred dollars, it's it, that's kind of what you are looking for.
1: He also would have had way more points if Cody Fajardo was on his game last week.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that was kind of the he got. He was definitely a a victim of a non... I mean, look, he was four yards away from unlocking another three points. So he would have been 19 points, uh, seven catches for 96 yards last week. So, um, yeah, he was, he was close. He was almost there. So, all right, I love it. I love Keon Schaef Baker. All right, so uh, we have definitely just kind of given you everything you need, I think, to build a, a several good DFS lineups this week. So I, I'm satisfied with your care.
1: I think we wax poetic on plenty of players. Like, people should know who to go after.
0: And look, that's the thing about this. When you start learning the players' names and when you start – because CFL, if you're new to CFL DFS, like, it, it really does take a, a minute or two to get comfortable with everybody's names because these are all names that you probably never heard before and, and we're kind of throwing them around to you. So hopefully the repetition, hopefully you recognizing who they are and then when you watch the games going, oh, yeah, Jim and Rod talked about this guy. Uh, I'm definitely going to be paying attention to them and especially gives you something to cheer for a little bit more, too, when you're betting, when you're putting DFS lineups out there. Uh, gets you in the game a little bit more than it would if you were just sitting there watching. So hopefully you enjoy this.
1: Yeah, it lets you root for the players, like, directly.
0: It's in, awesome. I love it. That's that's yeah, That's yeah. what makes fantasy so much fun is just getting a chance to, to root for the players and getting to know them and then tweeting at them later saying, good job, or uh, I don't like you and then having uh, yourself suspended. so
1: That's a little sugar for how I, I, when people don't play like how I want them to, I, I, yeah, I black (laughs) out and get very angry.
0: Uh, Jim, as we wrap things up, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media?
1: You find me on Twitter at XFL Jim. Find me on YouTube at XFL Jim. I got a lot going on. CFL recaps every week. And then you can find me here, the CFL Gambling Podcast, every week,
0: twice a week. I know, I know plucking you out of the world and into the CFL gambling podcast. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. We're 13 episodes in. I hope you're having fun.
1: It feels like we've only done 6. That's how that's how like fast and fresh this feels. It's very fun. I'm having a blast.
0: I know. it, and, and talking CFL, it just always puts a smile on my face as well. And uh, like I said, I just appreciate all you guys for listening. I appreciate Jim for jumping in the seat and doing this with me. You can find me on Twitter at RJVIAGomez, of course. Subscribe to this show on the SGPN app. But more importantly, head over to the Discord channel right now, SportsGamilyPodcast.com slash Discord. Join the family in spring football. Find out where we got going on for our DFS contest. We'll post that in there. Jim will put about 15 more of his lineups in there. Uh, he won't play that one, any one of them, though, against you because he's already building 16 more that he can uh, play oh, against yeah. you. <laughs> so, uh, All right, everybody, enjoy. Thursday Night Football kicks it off with Ottawa and Montreal. Then it goes another Thursday Night Football game, Hamilton, B.C. Friday, Winnipeg, Edmonton, Saturday, Toronto, Saskatchewan. It's a great weekend of football in the CFL. We hope you enjoy it. We'll see you back here next week as we break down week eight in the DFS and betting world in the CFL. Until next time, enjoy the three downs, enjoy your weekend, and let it ride.